What's up, podcast? Welcome to another episode of Dictations. In this conversation, Dr. Rogers talks about potassium and its uses. He goes into uh, potassium levels, um, the, the huge range of normal. Um, he also gets into the symptoms of low potassium uh, that I think can help a, a lot of you. So without further ado, I'm going to let you get to the conversation. Thank you guys for being here. And here's Dr. Rogers on potassium. Dr. Rogers, uh, we've been wanting to do a podcast on this for a while, so I'm just going to ask you right, to, right at the beginning, um, what's so important about potassium? You know, when we talk about minerals like sodium, potassium, magnesium, some of the other lesser known ones, th- those are simple inorganic substances from the earth that are essential to life. And, you know... I'm a big believer in taking magnesium. We've talked about that in the past, especially at night. It has so many great properties to it, and almost everybody's deficient. And then we talk about sodium and trying to restrict sodium salt in your diet because it can cause high blood pressure, maybe increased risk of heart disease, although salt is necessary too, so it's kind of overplayed. But one that we don't talk a lot about is potassium and potassium is just as important as the other two you know I find that a lot of times in my practice that um, people are deficient in potassium and it can really help you in a lot of ways well let me ask you one thing is is there is there a potassium level you can check like in through a lab yeah I mean we do check blood levels of potassium the problem is there's such a wide range of normal that you know it's unless you're really high or really low it's it's not going to tell you much um but you know we check potassium on almost everybody that comes in there i'll I'll relate it a little bit to to my background as you know i I, i'm traditionally a tennis player and grew up playing a lot of tennis you were at most of my matches um and the big thing was eating bananas on the court and we did that for uh, for energy, um, can you explain why, like when you're out there in the heat, why you would have a banana for potassium? Is that is that anywhere what you're talking about or no? Well, yeah, you know, a lot of people think bananas are the source that you need for um, potassium to prevent cramping, but really, low sodium is more responsible for athletic cramping of dehydration than potassium is. Potassium plays a role. Are bananas still a good source for potassium? They do have fiber and potassium in them, yes, but I don't recommend bananas to anybody because there's too much sugar in it. So uh, if you want to, there's also potassium in other vegetables like spinach, it's in meats. Um, So you really don't need bananas. I, I never recommend them, but The thing about potassium is that it's been estimated that 99% of women and 90% of men are really deficient in potassium. Um, And it may not show up on a routine, normal lab work. Um, But I know that if you have a lot of weakness and fatigue, muscle cramps or muscle spasm, digestive problems, heart palpitations, breathing difficulties, mood changes, you may be deficient in potassium causing all that. Um, I know that from my experience in treating high blood pressure, a lot of times when a person has hypertension and they don't want a medication, um, I'll simply 
put them on magnesium at night and then some potassium in the morning. And a lot of times it normalizes their blood pressure without having to go on a, a prescription uh, antihypertensive. What is a low potassium level? Well, I mean, there's such a huge range. And usually anything below a 3.5 um, and anything above a um, 4.7 is considered out of the range. But again, that's that's a huge range of normal, so you can't really take that. The other thing, too, is it's very hard to, to overdose on potassium. You mm-hmm. can certainly get too much salt, and it could raise your blood pressure in about 20% of the people. But potassium... It'd be kind of hard orally to get too much. Um, so you don't really have to watch out for it a lot, except um, for people that have chronic kidney disease. You can, um, you gotta be careful with them, or maybe heart failure. But you know, potassium is a salt, and as a matter of fact, the FDA is gonna relabel potassium chloride to potassium chloride salts, thereby encouraging people to get their form of salt flavoring in potassium instead of sodium because it's definitely better for you than sodium. Um, as a matter of fact, when you get a salt substitute like no salt, it's really just potassium chloride is what it is. But the point is that if you're having a lot of muscle fatigue and electrolyte imbalances and can't just seem to get it right, you might want to supplement with some potassium orally. We have a form that I have in my office that um, is magnesium with potassium in it. That's certainly the one I take. It seems to help balance my fluid status out in that regard. It also helps cut down on uh, kidney stones if people have problems with that. But well, what exactly is it doing? Like, what is potassium doing in your body that's, you know, helping with with cramping? You know, you mentioned the hypertension thing. How does that all work? Well, it helps salt work, sodium work better. Um, it's kind of a yin and yang to sodium. Um, it aids in, in fluid balance and pH of your your bloodstream and your all the fluids in your body. It helps maintain a healthy muscle and nerve function, supports your cardiovascular system, and supports healthy function of kidney. So, you know, it's really it's really essential that you get enough potassium. Now, can potassium be dangerous? Nah, and certain people that are on uh, certain medications need to, to kind of watch out for it, like if you're on a potassium sparing diuretic or something. But um, certainly if you use it IV, you know, they use that to uh, for lethal injection. So potassium chloride, you put it straight in your vein, it stops your heart. So you have to know what you're doing. But orally, it's not going to cause any of those problems. As a matter of fact, you'd have a hard time overdosing on potassium because it, you get a tremendous amount of you and make you nauseous and vomit. So it's very safe to supplement it. Do you, do you take it with food to avoid stomach issues or nauseous? I haven't found that it really matters that much. Um, you always need to stay hydrated. So, um, so I don't. I don't necessarily think so. Is there is there any more things like the hypertension example you you mentioned with the magnesium in the morning and potassium at night? Any more combos? I know I'm putting you on the spot. Well, magnesium's here. at night. Potassium. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Potassium's in the morning. No, I mean, you know, just uh, you might want to look at your levels in your blood and keep it on the high normal side, and especially you can if you're having palpitations 
your blood pressure is kind of running up a little bit and you know you want to get it as low as you can um, consider supplementing with potassium before we end for those who don't know uh, what is a palpitation that's that's a, a cardiac a heart skipping of a beat skipping of your heart rate okay all right well dr rogers thank you for your time uh we'll do this again uh, next week thanks ben that is the end of our conversation this week thank you so much for listening uh, we really appreciate it uh, now go either subscribe to our podcast or give us a rating uh, it helps us be found uh, by more people who need or want to hear this information uh, thank you guys so much for being here and we will see you next week